0: Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Mariko, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. We're so excited you tuned in. Make sure you always check us out online. For the latest, the greatest, you want to find out where we're at, where we're broadcasting, Iworkforhim.com. That's I work the number four him.com. Have to fill in for Martha today as Martha's on vacation with her folks. And we, I said, you take the day off. You don't need to call into the show. Although that would be fun. We might want to do that one of these <laughs> days when she takes a vacation like this. But it's, we're so grateful. But so what Martha would say is check us out on Facebook, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and and all those things are just I work for him. I think we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I work for him. I work the number four him.
1: You've got YouTube and, too.
0: that's right we have youtube channel and, and we do videos after every show now we've gotten that down i have to remind martha which is really great that was the voice of dan baker you'll hear from him in just a second he's sneaking in there in the intro hey you know one of the biggest signs of jesus's work in anyone's life is the necessity to put others first to always be looking out for others best interest to be putting others before oneself and the kingdom above the pursuit of the world yet so many things get in the way of this not to mention the world thinks You're an idiot for not being at least a little self-centered. What does the world know? Like a bunch of self-serving humans can change the world. Nope, they've tried and they've failed. The only one who came and served selflessly and died and rose from the grave is Jesus. And that's who we follow. Helping Hands Charitable is a ministry likened to the ministry of Jesus. Helping Hands Charitable... It helps Christ followers put their faith into action, whether it's through arranging payroll deduction for charity all the way up to liquidating non-cash assets so the money can be put into action in the kingdom. Well, Helping Hands Charitable is sponsoring today's show. No, we're not going to talk all about Helping Hands Charitable today, but they helped support us being on location today in Sarasota and help arrange some amazing people for you to hear their stories and give us some practical on living out our faith and our work. Today, we have a very special guest from Helping Hands Charitable. We've got Dan Baker, but he brought in the big kahuna today. That's right. We got Brian Green. Brian Green, welcome to iWork for him.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm
0: just excited we actually crowd you away from the phone and the computer and, and, and got you on the air. I think it's fantastic. I love it.
2: Well, I, I, I appreciate you having me because uh, sometimes I need to get away from the computer and the phone and uh, spend some time sharing what the ministry and, and the organizations are doing.
0: So talk about it. Talk about what hel- what's Helping Hands. You, I know it's a conglomeration of, I believe, 13 different organizations under the Helping Hands uh, namesake. But what is Helping Hands Charitable All About?
2: Service. Uh, providing charitable services. Um in other words, our, our main focus is on individuals. The poor will always be among us. Um, one of our favorite scriptures is James 19.17, which is when you give to the poor and needy, you're lending on to the Lord. There's there's no other verse in the chapter or in the Bible that discusses anything where the Lord owes you anything um, except for that. And um, Our focus is helping widows, orphans, individuals with health, medical situations, house fires, Everyday life occurrences, when life happens, uh, and they have a financial need and without a charity or someone lending a helping hand, uh, governmental participation may and, and will probably become necessary.
0: So, you know, I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday about that verse, Brian, that, that Jesus said the poor will always be among us. Is that because he was a little fatalistic and realized that his followers wouldn't work to eliminate poverty or was there another reason?
2: That's a great question. I I wish we had um, you know maybe Henry Blackaby in the room with us, or Ravi Zacharias, or Terry Parker, or Larry Burkett, someone like that. Um, I I couldn't even fathom. uh, I was struggling with it too because
0: I just wonder what, what was he thinking. Because it is true, the poor are among us, but I think we've tried to we try to give the poor people money. And we, what they really need is jobs and a hope and a future. We need to help build up their families. And, it, and I'm just I'm just wondering, like, was Jesus saying, oh, "Well, the poor always be among us because you're not going to do your job? Or the poor <laughs> will always be among us because there are some that will respond to the message and some that won't. I don't know.
2: Free will is free will. Free it choice is. is free choice. And I guess my favorite line, especially with my children, uh, if you find something in the Bible that you don't think is good or healthy, let me know. Point it out. I'd like to see it. Um, So if they're walking with the Bible and walking with the Lord, generally speaking, good things happen. And and let's always remember, poor is not really an economic um, um, Mm -hmm. definition. It's not not always about money. It's not always about the money. And, um, you know, be poor in spirit. You can have all the money in the world.
0: That's right. All right. And you brought along your sidekick today, Brian Green. You brought in Dan Baker. Dan (laughs) Baker, famous Dan Baker from Helping Hands Charitable. You're, I mean, you're the face of Helping Hands out there in the community here in Tampa Bay and really across all all across the country. Dan, thanks for being, thanks for getting us hosted again today here in Sarasota.
1: So happy to be a part of it again. Really? So happy? Yeah, so happy. Super happy I can't about tell it. you how much I look forward to these opportunities. You know, I, I think we've shared this before. I grew up kind of in radio as a kid. So every time I have an upcoming appointment with you, I call my dad because he used to manage the radio station. I'm like, uh, we're doing radio again today. <laughs> Well, let's hope we're, I mean, it is our
0: goal that I work for him to turn Christian talk radio upside, right side up. That's what we're really trying to do. All go. right. So Dan Baker, you, yeah. we're going to hear from you more later about helping ends, but you brought a guest with you today. Why don't yes. you introduce
1: him? So, uh, John Evans is a, a, a local guy here in Sarasota with a very far reach in regards to his business exposure, uh, started out with a dream many years ago in marketing and has developed it into, uh, just quite an operation with programmers and platforms and all kinds of great stuff but the thing that i like about him most is he walks out his faith every day uh he's always got open arms for for ministries and charities that want to come alongside and and talk or host a meeting in his conference room or whatever he's just a great guy and uh, he's got a lot of really exciting things going on
0: well john evans welcome to i work for him Thank you, Jim. Excited to have you here. The last time we were in here doing shows from your conference table, you weren't able to join us, so we're glad we were able to corral you today. Why don't you just start off talking about what kind of work does the Lord have you involved in today? you got a couple of companies, ecomsystems.com and virtus.health. Talk That's right. Talk to us about those.
3: Well, besides being a professional uh, full-time husband and father, I also have a couple businesses I'm involved with. Uh, I own and serve as CEO for two organizations. Uh, you just mentioned them, Jim. One is ecomsystems. And one is Virtus Health. Uh, Ecom was developed about 20 years ago in the late 90s in response to the uh, internet becoming a delivery platform for services rather than just an information tool.
0: We had no idea what it was really going to be, though. In the no, late 90s, no you had no idea.
3: No idea. Uh, so we were fortunate enough to kind of be on the forefront of that uh, as the Y2K disasters were upon <laughs> us, and we wondered if the grid was going to stay on.
0: Hey, I fired up my Y2K generator this week in preparation for the hurricane.
3: <laughs> that sucker still works. It awesome. still works after all these years. 20 years, years later, 20 years later. Wow. There's a lot of people who invested a lot of money in Y2K things that didn't, didn't have an ROI like you did. Uh, but we were on the forefront of developing some technology, and we uh, developed uh, a software that is a flagship software of ours called Ad Studio which is a proprietary patented automated advertising system that allows independent retailers especially to develop advertisements for their local community. And the second company is Virtus Health, and that's been around for just a couple years. But Virtus is a, a leading provider of ABA therapy, For children, no,
0: no acronyms on here. (laughs) What does that mean?
3: Applied behavior analysis. It's really therapy for children, especially who are struggling with autism and other related diagnoses. So, we have now uh, seven centers throughout Florida and one in Indiana that are providing these services for families in our communities, and we're very pleased to be able to serve them.
0: Yeah, you know, we did an interesting show about autism a week ago. Actually, a week ago, Friday, and uh, we're going to have some conversations about that off the air. But I will tell you that uh, this guy, who's a father of an autistic child, came to the conclusion: you know what? God created my autistic child on purpose because He creates all things has mm-hmm. a purpose, and He right. found a purpose in that creation. It's really cool. So, John, really quick, talk to me about how your faith is shaping your work, and you got you know forty-five seconds.
3: Boy, uh, that's, a, that's a quite a task to boil We'll just boil get started and we'll pick it up when we get back. Well, you know, uh, I don't know that uh, faith shapes my work as much as faith shapes my life. And my life is in work. Work is part of my life. Um, so I think that's a, a big point that I would want to convey is that there's really no separation. I think sometimes we try to compartmentalize what we do with who we are. You don't try to, didn't it come naturally to you?
0: I mean, wasn't it something that you, I mean, was there ever a point, I I know, I I know I'm interrupting you, but that's fine. I'm the host. (laughs) I mean, was there a point in time in your life where you realized, wow, I'm living separate lives, work and faith?
3: You know, I think early on, uh, I think almost every professional faces it when you're cast into the workforce and you're trying to figure out what does it mean to be a Christian in the workplace and how do people react to me? Uh, so, of course, I'm. you're looking across the table, you can tell I'm a little bit more middle-aged now, so maybe that doesn't matter quite as much. We're on location today in Sarasota, Florida, and that is courtesy of Helping Hands Ministries. We have the
0: big kahuna with us today Brian Green from Helping Hands Ministries one of the founders and really he is the guy in charge we got Dan Baker his little sidekick is in here as well these guys are hosting us and we were talking with some phenomenal people here in Sarasota uh, the next couple of days uh, and their stories that's Dan Baker laughing he just has so much <laughs> <You> fun <cried. laughs> uh, Brian Green let's let's talk about let's let paint a picture for what Helping Hands can help a business owner do
2: Helping Hands can help a business owner do a number of, of, of different chari- charitable uh, gifting opportunities. The first and most important, though, is our corporate assistance program, our, our employee benevolence program, where we come alongside business owners to assist them when they have employees that have car accidents, uh, medical situations, house fires, or again, as not to be repetitive or redundant, where life happens. And generally speaking, you you have a situation in a company, maybe there's 100 people, 50 people, 1,000 people, and little um, Jane didn't show up at the desk today, and everyone wants to know where Jane is. Well, Jane had a car accident, mm-hmm. and now everyone's upset and trying to figure out how can we help Jane and her family. She has a couple kids, a husband. Um, what do we do? Meals, money, food. Well, we have a program in place that comes right alongside the business owner and the employees, almost like a United Way-type package, where uh, donations can be made into a fund, and helping hands will come alongside that employee and pay bills directly to the providers, which not only um, helps out uh, the family not having to write those bills with, with other things going on, but it also adds an extra layer of accountability for the donors Knowing that uh, these monies are being used in in the best possible way,
0: and those corporate assistant programs, you can set up. Is there a limit to how small a company can be that you'll set that up in?
2: We have companies as small as twenty five employees, and some companies or two companies with over forty three thousand employees. And uh, so this
0: is a, this is just one piece of what you guys do at Helping Hands Ministries. Mm-hmm. If they want to find out that how, how to get that set up, where do they find you guys on the internet?
2: They could go to a number of different websites. Let's just give them one. We'll give them h h m i n dot org, which is helping hands. H h m is in Mary, I is in Ida, and is in Nancy dot org. Or we'll give you another one um, www.hhcharitable.org. dot org. That's h h charitable dot org.
0: All right. Now, Dan Baker, you hey. brought in John Evans with I you did. today. Now, what was it that you want to make sure? I want to, I, I got some things I want to get back to what John was talking about before he mm-hmm. cut him off, but you said, Jim, John Evans has a story that the I Work for audience needs to hear sure. to encourage them in living out their faith in their work. What was it that well, why don't you just ask John that question
1: so he'll get it. You want me to ask John that yeah. question? So, John, what is the message you'd like to get out to the listening what, audience come it's about? On, there's, something, <laughs> no, there's
0: something on your heart. You come say, on. That you was saw, funny, Jim. That was funny. Okay. That was funny. <laughs>
1: But you said,
0: John Evans has a story people need to hear. What is what is it What is it you want to make sure John talks about today? Well,
1: I, I definitely want John to talk about uh, a new initiative that we've put in place uh, with one of his companies called Vertus And uh, he came along and, and really contacted me via phone because we have a relationship. And he said, hey, Dan, is this even possible to do this? So it kind of piggybacks into the conversation we just had with Brian about corporate assistance programs. And, and one of the things we always like to talk about is how we can customize that to fit anything that you want it to so do so you
0: want john's story to be about you no. I was thinking, okay <laughs> no right, no so when john called
1: me he goes hey can can you do this activity and we said absolutely we can plug that into a skeleton that we already have and enable you to live out your vision which is to help families who are having a financial crisis in treating their kids who are having treatments for autism etc through his organization called Virtus. so we uh, have just launched the Virtus
0: uh, fund the Virtus Fund. John, tell us about it. Tell us about what Virtus is all about. You started getting into it, and, and you know, what, uh, yeah, you started getting into it. Tell us more sure, about it. Sure,
3: absolutely. Well, there's a lot of families who have children uh, who have challenges with autism and In other fact, diagnoses. Most
0: families have children because that's what makes a family. <laughs> Very true. That's right. Fantastic point. I'm glad you brought that up and, today.
3: And as you mentioned before, God does not uh, make any mistakes, uh, but sometimes there are challenges that are. Uh, beyond what maybe parents can do on their own. And so we come alongside of them through Virtus and we provide professional assistance through therapy to help their children to be able to become uh, more independent and functional in, in their lives. And uh, the reason that we reached out to, to Dan and to Brian is because we see the financial challenges and hardships that come along with these families trying to help their kids. And with Medicaid and At changes. what age? All the way through? All the way through. Okay. Uh, from the early diagnosis, which may be uh, you know just a few years of age, all the way through teenage years and early adulthood, uh, we want to help them to become functional and as independent as possible. Uh, and with changes to Medicaid and insurance and things that are happening on an ongoing basis, as the coffers become less and less from a government program especially, it affects families and where they may have therapy or help uh, yesterday, maybe today, they just got the news that they can't have that anymore.
0: But did that come up because of an employee that you had that, that brought this? I mean, what brought this to the forefront of your thinking? Because this is really a kingdom, you, you're doing a kingdom thing here. You're, you're finding a need that wasn't being met within the kingdom and you're trying to meet that need. What was it that prompted you to do that?
3: Well, you know, the, the Holy Spirit prompts us all to do certain things. Uh, first, yeah, a lot of, of times he hits us with a two way. four uh, to do true. it. That's true. And sometimes that's what it takes for me. Uh, <laughs> but most of the time in this instance, for example, uh, The kingdom is about people and serving people and caring for people. And in Virtus, that's really what we do on a hands-on basis. But as we see people struggling, and especially where funds are gone and they can no longer provide the things for their families that they need, breaks our heart. So we came to Dan and to Brian and said, we see this need, financial opportunity, that maybe we can provide some funding for to help people who can't afford to have therapy services for their children anymore. Can we do something? Can we set up something where people can give and help get money to folks that are in need? And they absolutely did.
0: I love that. So that's the Virtus Fund. V I R. I want to make sure I saw it. V I R T U S Fund. Where do they find that? If they go to virtus.health, what, is it on your website? Can they donate on right on the so, website? So
1: they can reach out to. Uh, <laughs> helps to have that on. Well, no, so, I, I
0: had you down because you were you know uh, you know you were laughing so lot I had to turn you down. Okay. <laughs>
1: So they can reach out to John and his team uh, and and do a questionnaire with them, and then they will vet that and send that on to us. For, no,
0: I'm talking for, about, for oh, us. so somebody yeah. wants to make a donation, so they you just have to vet
1: of. Oh, So so donation, yeah, yeah he, yeah, he has a link that he can provide to anybody who's interested in donating, okay. and it'll donate the, do- the dollars right into the fund. And one of the things that was important to them that I found really valuable was that it wasn't just about them as an organization or a group of organizations giving. They wanted to open it up to the community to say, hey, I'm a family member who went through this with my kid and I want to contribute. So it's wide open for contribution. All
0: right. So we need to turn this into a conversation so that everybody uh, listening to iWorkRim today could say, okay, how does this apply to me? John, why don't you try that? I mean, you get a lot of people listening today that are Christ followers that are trying to figure out they're connecting their faith and their work. And for you, you said you were just trying to figure out how to connect your faith to all of life. You, you said you're a professional father, a professional husband, and we're going to call your wife to see how you're doing there in a second.
3: Please don't. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, no, we, we got her on the line. Uh-oh. She's just on hold right now. <laughs> uh, Time to go to commercial. Talk to
0: me. No, not yet. Talk <laughs> to me about how you make this part of your faith that's driven by your faith.
3: Yeah, everything I do is driven by my faith. Uh, where we work, who we relate to, how we uh, live our lives, all comes down to faith. It's who we are. And again, I, I've never understood the separation of any of that. But I believe that God allows us to live in the communities that we live in, work in the places that we do. You're here sitting across the table from me for a reason. It's a divine appointment. And who mm-hmm. we intersect with, I believe, is God-ordained. Mm-hmm. I think he wants me to work in in. ECOM and Virtus, not just to earn a living, it's not to try to be successful, it's so that I can intersect with people who may never be intersected with with another believer, may never go to church or read God's word, we may be the gospel to them. Mm -hmm. So if we all do our job in the concentric circles of influence that he has given us, will be able to let him reach the world as he wants to.
0: Now, Brian, this is just one example of one thing that Helping Hands Charitable, hhcharitable.org, can help people with. You've got so many stories, because I know every time I sit down with you, you always got a new story. One of the things that I love about Helping Hands is that no matter what somebody has that they want to get rid of, so they could turn it into cash and get it into an organization, you're not afraid of anything, are you?
2: No, we we actually held ourselves out as a one-stop shop for charitable giving everywhere, anywhere from again you mentioned the thirteen 501c3s that um, we oversee, and, and for him, um, they range from two type. Two GoFundMe type organizations, which we've been discussing this morning, helping hands ministries and helping hands charitable. And then we have a Delaware trust to take in sub S Corp stock, business interest, and, and, and other things. Yes, we like to say if we can't take or accept or handle, process your non cash gift it's because it cannot be done in a tax deductible environment.
0: So if somebody's thinking about selling their business and they really want a large portion of that to go to charity, it's best for them to talk to you way ahead of time, right?
2: Do my favorite my <laughs> favorite. If you can get if, if the takeaway from the business owners or anything today before you sign any sales agreements, please contact or an us. Or NDA, anything. Anything, right anything please call us.
0: You know, we got kind of a smorgasbord today from Sarasota Smorgasbord in Sarasota. <laughs> as we are hosted today by helping him- charitable and so you're going to hear stories of what helping hands charitable can help you as our listener to be more generous and be more creative in your generosity whether you work on an organization or whether you own the organization whether it's just you and you and maybe inherited some property these guys are experts at making a gift multiply you know brian one of the great we got brian green here the big kahuna from helping hands charitable brian one day you told me you like that come on you like it's on your card i saw it you told me one day of somebody who had had a house that they wanted to donate to an organization and you and they wanted to liquidate and you said, "Yeah, but you know if we don't liquidate it, we can rent it and create an ongoing basically a, a permanent annuity with that money." How often do you get a chance to do that kind of stuff? Cuz that was really cool cuz most people would just cash
2: it, give them the money. That's the beauty of what we get to do on a daily basis. The phone calls that come in, the questions, the opportunities, they're they're unique, they're interesting and and they're kind of exciting at times. Um, yes, it's all about using the apples off the trees without cutting the trees down. In other words, um, my favorite line from Ray Line lifestyle, Work, work, life, training, money makes money, and the money, money makes money. And it's all God's. God is the owner of all. Ownership is a curse. The only value in something is the use of it, not the ownership of it. So when you have a home, a $250,000 home that... You can draw $2,000 a month rent on that you can fund X, Y, and Z organizations with. You Correct. It's like an annuity. Yes, like anything, there are pros and cons. But our favorite um, fallback position is if, if, if we're with him, who can be against us? Um, what we're doing is, is interesting with iWorks for him. Our, our, our benefit's eternal. I I don't have a a um, an investment a personal investment in any of these not-for-profits.
0: Right. Uh, well, you can't. The, no, you
2: can't. The investment is eternal, yeah. and uh, that's kind of the exciting part. But, but no, on a daily basis, we have people calling, wanting to pay off a, a former missionary or minister's house mortgage payment for a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars. It's kind of unique and tricky. There's a way of doing it. Um, paying off student loans. Um, all kinds of, of of needs. But, no, it's exciting for us to get up every day and just see what God has in store.
0: Now, you got your bride with you, Cheryl. She's in in the studio audience today. She said she refused to put on a microphone. But how helpful is it to have a bride that believes in what you do each and every day?
2: Well, Jim, I think, um, I, you know, I'm preaching to the choir here. not Seeing you without your wife is like seeing ha- half a business right now. That's, um, that's so true. I don't think I've ever <laughs> and seen. And the listeners
0: are going, Hey, where's Martha? We miss Martha.
2: (laughs) My wife said that to me as well as we walked in. This is going to be tough without Martha. Um, But no, Jim, I don't think I've ever been with you in the last few years where your lovely bride hasn't been alongside. And, um, And I know what a blessing it is to both of you as well as your listeners and the people that you interview that one, you just, you you exude what Christ would have in a marriage, the love, the respect, and the honor that you both give each other on a daily basis, whether it's in the radio room or when we're out at dinner or sitting in your living room or my living room. Um, Having Cheryl alongside me, um, you know, I hate to use the expression, it just completes me, so to speak, Um, when we go to meetings and have to travel overseas or cross-country. And generally meeting with families, a husband and a wife, it's just so much just so much easier when Cheryl's there. And, and again, as people who know Cheryl and I, um, they'll tell you she's definitely the best two-thirds of my half. Um, so, uh, Yes, we that. would all
0: echo that. But really every one of us men at this table right now has married way up. And you were Amen. married at Amen. the top Amen. of the charts. There's no Amen. question.
2: Oh, thank you.
0: All right, we've got John Evans here. Dan Baker, you invited John Evans from Ecom Systems to be on the air today. Yes, I did. Okay. And, and so far, how are we doing? Do we, are we getting out of John? Do we need to get out? or is yeah, yeah. Where do we need I, to I dig think, next?
1: Uh, and Well, you know, I think um, when we talk about um, creating cultures of, of even generosity and faith in, in your business, and I know that uh, when I... Asked John to come. Uh, he even he even automatically volunteered. Hey, I have a I have a person in my staff who's a who's a lady and she's she's a faith walk. You know, she's a Christ follower, and you could interview her too. And I said, well, we really want to interview you because you're you know John Evans. But yeah, next time another John, we'll t- bring another time. So, but so he's creating a culture inside his business that that walks out that faith also.
0: So, so talk about that, John. Culture. So you said to your professional father, professional husband. So you're so if you're laying up culture here at work. And one of your employees who says, well, John's always talking about Jesus, even though I'm not a Jesus follower, he's always talking about Jesus. But when they go home, are they going to see the same John?
3: That's the goal, right? Uh, Just be authentic. And I think that's one of the takeaways that uh, I'd love to uh, leave with this show is uh, we have to be real. And there's so many masks that people put on in the workplace and in life. What's it mean
0: to be real at work? I mean, you're the boss.
3: Yeah, exactly. Uh, And and people want to see that your words and your deeds are consistent. So what do you do
0: when you screw up? Because you do make mistakes, right? I
3: will be the first one to raise my hand on that. Uh, I make mistakes probably every day, multiple times a day. But you own it. Uh, You have to to not try to defend yourself or justify things. Just own it. And when you do, uh, people may not like it, but their respect for you is going to grow even more right so uh, at the end of the day being honest and truthful and and having respect for each other is really a pretty good foundation how many employees do you have here at ecom systems ecom we have about 25 employees and with vertus we have a little over 100. wow and are they all here in this building Uh, no they're throughout uh different centers and different uh locations we have all right sarasota and naples is our primary corporate location
0: and are you running both the companies
3: Uh, I just get in the way. Uh, No, I I have the title (laughs) CEO, so I guess you could say so, but we have a fantastic leadership team. But the CEO is who sets the
0: culture up, though.
3: Uh, You know, there's there's a lot of bottom-line decisions that come from the CEO, but the culture is made up of everyone. And our our team generates that culture. Right, but the
0: team repeats what they see. So, I mean, what I'm saying is, how did you... I mean, that's always the case. Whatever they see at the top... That's what they're going to reproduce. So if they see you taking off early on Wednesday afternoon to go golfing, they're all going to go, well, if the boss is golfing, I can go golfing or watch videos all afternoon. How do you set up a culture that honors God and what does that look like?
3: Well, you know, honoring God versus playing golf might be two different things. Uh, well, might, be I able, I might be able to play golf and honor God, too. The, the way I play golf, it's not really yeah. honoring. You know, God honoring, again, I think is a, a lifestyle. And it's whether it's you're at home or you're at work or you're at a grocery store, or wherever you may be. Uh, allowing God to live through us is the key because when we accept Christ, we get all of him. We don't just get part of him and try, try to grow up to be like Jesus. Isn't it
0: more when we accept Christ, he gets all of us?
3: Uh, hopefully. We, I well, don't think so, though. That's the part, of, part okay. of the problem. I think that may be the issue. We get all of him, but he doesn't get all of us. And that's part of the, the faith journey is over time, giving him more of us, hopefully we become conformed to the likeness of his son. But if we don't do that at the beginning, that's why a lot of people look at Christians today in the workplace and say, I don't want to be like them. They're inauthentic. It's not God's fault. I think we're in the way through our own agendas and our own selfishness, and our own pride, and all the things that we have to try to overcome to allow him to live his life through us that's mo- most of the problem. So, I mean, it's, it's a tough battle leading the culture, especially because you're, you're
0: having to hire people. Sometimes you have to fire, fire people. people. And, and I've heard a lot of people, well, you can't fire people, you're a Christian. <laughs> <I'm> like, no, <laughs> you can. You can fire people. But how do you, I mean... Does everybody here that works at both Virtus.health and ecomsystems.com, do they all know you're a Jesus follower?
3: I hope so. Uh, that, that would be the goal. If, I, if they don't know that, then I'm probably not doing the things that I need to be doing.
0: Okay, next time we come, let's just do a survey. We'll go do a live radio survey. Hey, let's do it. Okay. So, but what are you doing to make sure that they know what drives your heart? Because really, your Christianity is driving your heart. So what do you how do you make sure they know that's what drives those decisions?
3: Yeah, my relationship with God is the core of everything that I do. Uh, and some of that manifests itself differently to the different people in different circumstances and audiences. Uh, some, someone may not know that because I'm not going to thump them in the head with a Bible at work. There's plenty of people who do that, and I don't think that that uh, gives the Lord the service that he, <laughs> Does, that he requires. It's not very effective. That's not effective. And, th- and there's a lot of things that turn people off, but given time, Uh, with circumstances and situations, hopefully they will see the fact that I am consistent, but the consistency isn't in my actions. The consistency is in my relationship with God and obeying his word and trying to live that out.
0: What is your biggest struggle? Remember you told me I could go off script, so I'm just asking every question that comes up to my head. What is your biggest struggle in living out your faith as a CEO of both these companies, Virtus.health and EcomSystems.com?
3: Well, that's a good question. Uh, Again, I don't know that it's the title of the position that creates that issue. It's probably But it puts all the pressure. You got all the pressure. I mean, you are representing...
0: Wait a minute. Let me just put it in perspective so I can add a little pressure. You just said you have 125 employees, which is you're taking care of 125 families, which means approximately 400 people are benefiting from you employing these people. And you're impacting how many customers? Uh, thousands thousands of people so your right. faith is impacting all of these so no pressure how do you make sure that 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 god's being honored by what you're doing
3: yeah because hopefully it's not me that's feeling that pressure uh, but i'm allowing the holy spirit to live through me and he's the one that's affecting the outcome if you look at it the way that you just mentioned it uh, that probably would be a pretty daunting task
0: but it's amazing what an opportunity you've been given to take care of that many families and there, impact there that impact that many people
3: it's an opportunity But again, if it were my agenda and I'm in the way of him, I could probably try to take some credit for that. Uh, But me getting out of the (laughs) way and letting him do what he wants to do through me and our employees and the families that we serve and the clients that we serve is really what it's all about. I I, I love the way you put that. And it is, if
0: it was about you, then it would get screwed up anyway. But you're trying to make it about God and and about your relationship with Christ. Uh, Dan Baker, I love the fact that you brought John Evans in here. You talked about earlier, or actually Brian talked earlier about the CAP program, (laughs) the corporate assistance program. Talk to me about um, other ways you come alongside business owners. You got a minute.
1: A minute. Okay, great. So uh, we can come alongside business owners in the in the CAP program. We can come alongside them with the business transfer the, the, before they selling, start talking about right? selling. Uh, we can come alongside them talking about scholarships, perhaps. Uh, a lot of companies like to invest in their long-term employees and give opportunity for people to engage in a different way. Uh, we have a whole scholarship department that can set up educational funds. Um, we can do, uh, Brian, we do for uh, what is the college, prepaid colleges stuff? We can do things like that as well. Correct, and we can also help step down
2: biz, family businesses to the children and mm-hmm. grandchildren in a, a give and hold or give and uh, hold and buyback.
0: Can uh, you help them with the, with family farms? I mean th- sure. that whole that whole estate issue where the sure. the estate mm-hmm. taxes kill the family farm.
2: It's it's not unusual for us to take in farmland in Idaho, Iowa, mm-hmm. and actually the interesting part is that's the easiest sale. Because we're usually selling it to the neighbor who's a cousin, yeah. an aunt, or an uncle. That's um, right. Yeah. Done it. But <laughs> so being able
0: to keep that from all going to taxes. Hey, you're listening to iWork for him as we broadcast from Sarasota, Florida today, courtesy of Helping Hands Charitable. Check them out online. For all of your charity thoughts, needs, impulses, hhcharitable.org. Maybe you have thought, you know, mom and dad have a lot of money, and we don't want it to go to all of our kids because it'll screw up our kids. And they got a lot of property. Maybe we could do something really good with that, but we have no idea what to do with this estate. And there are many of you out there who have boomer parents who have a lot of money and you won't know what? You don't want to give it to your kids and you don't need it. These guys can help you put it to action, put it into action in the kingdom in a way that you can't even imagine. The creativity is amazing. HHcharitable.org. All right, these guys brought in John Evans, the president and CEO of ecomsystems.com and virtus.health. John, I want to talk about Health in a second, but I want to ask you this question. Tough, hard-hitting question. All right. You're the president and CEO of two companies. You have 125 employees, 125 families that you provide for, thousands of customers. How do you keep your work from interfering with your family and your marriage?
3: Uh, a lot of prayer and a lot of trust in God. Uh, but we talked about this earlier. Uh, I definitely married up. So my wife is the most supportive person in my, in my world as well as my children. They've been uh, fantastic influences on me. That's where I go for my encouragement. And life and work and what we do all interrelates. It's not compartmentalized. So there are demands of clients. There are demands of when something goes wrong or when the CEO has to make that decision. Uh, And there are certainly times where it's not uh, uh, easy or timely. but uh, the support of uh, and love of my family and the understanding that they have gives me the opportunity to do what I do.
0: You got any of your kids working here yet?
3: No, I've got a senior in high school and one in uh, college as well. So
0: that's a going But give a shout out to your wife.
3: Uh, my wife's Lisa. She's fantastic. Uh, she's just like the spouses that are identified here in the room. Is is much more uh, my better half than I can ever imagine.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. Thank you, Lisa, for what you're doing. Okay, Vertis I want you. To, I'm going to ask you a story about that, or I'm going to ask you for some information about that. But first, Brian, Brian Green uh, from Helping Hands Charitable, you said you promised me a story related related to what he just said. So, tell me a story about mm, supportive marriages.
2: Supportive marriages. We have a number of organizations. You know, we, we talk about funding um, different situations with individuals taking in business interests, but we also help start up ministries and organizations. One that comes to mind is Soul Care, which is set up for not just uh, husbands and wives to do marriage retreat and counseling, but also for pastors and their wives. We find that the pastors have been probably the most neglected group in terms of receiving counseling and uh so yeah they live
0: a life on their own and everybody expects them to be perfect and they're um, sometimes a mess but they have nowhere to go
2: and then i realized in and looking forward cheryl and i to, to joining you and martha on one of your marriage retreat cruises that should be coming, coming up, up february 27 2020 there we go there's the have plot you guys signed up yet no but we we are definitely going okay we'll have that done before
0: dinner is over tonight <laughs> All right. Well, what I love about the fact is—is there anything too hard for helping hands charitable? Is I mean, have you ever gotten? What's the weirdest thing that you've had to liquidate to turn into cash to put into the action into the kingdom? The weirdest thing.
2: The weirdest thing. Oh, a uh, a, ga- a casino boat in the Bahamas, uh, owned by a family in Pennsylvania. The the father passed away. the The children said, "We want nothing to do with that." So we brought it to the Bahia Mar. Um, marina in fort lauderdale and we had governmental agencies uh doing whatever they needed to do to the slot machines they took away the tables and we wound up scrapping that ship was about a 180 200 feet long was a long and we one. wound up scrapping the scrap metal on that boat was close to half a million dollars back then it's a lot of metal so that was kind of unique and interesting and then another quick one was um, someone wanted to donate timber, um, not the property, but they had thousands of acres of land. They said, we want to donate the, the lumber, the timber. Will you come in, take the timber down? More importantly, will you replant and reseed? And so we found a company to, to help us do that.
0: How many acres was that? you have any About idea?
2: 1,200 acres. That's a lot of trees. And then last but not least, we taken second gleanings of fruits and vegetables out in California whereby, let's say, uh, a strawberry manufacturer has an order of 20 tons of, of strawberries, and they, they have 30 tons. Well, the other 10 are donated to Helping Hands, which goes into a fund to be given away to other ministries, the hmm,
0: organizations. Very cool. Lots of creative stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, back to you, John Evans. All right, you've got this organization, Virtus.Health, which is helping families with kids who have been impacted – They're they're autistic kids, kids that God created to be autistic. Talk to us about this organization. What are you trying to do?
3: We're trying to help each child who's unique uh, with maybe their individual behaviors that may prevent them or or be an obstacle for them to be independent and as functional as possible so that maybe one day they can re-enter the classroom in a normal school situation. They can function well at home without behavioral issues as much as possible or one day hold down a job and you'd mentioned the uh, some of the circumstances that you've had and understand how that all works Uh, there's a lot of things that these kids can do they're uh, very gifted in in lots of cases they just need help to overcome maybe that obstacle and parents are ill-equipped they don't understand necessarily how it all works we come alongside of them with Health. Uh, We put in our ABA practices so that we can do it the right way and help them so that they can uh, move on with their lives. So,
0: which came first, Ecom or Virtus?
3: Ecom did. Ecom's been around for about 20 years, and Virtus just uh, has been within the last few years.
0: And again, what prompted you to start Virtus Health? Do you have an autistic child?
3: I don't. Uh, I think all of us know somebody or have had our lives impacted. Uh, it's much like other things. Uh, so it, it's been around. It's certainly prevalent. It's a, it's a growing uh, concern. Uh, the percentage of children being born to date uh, continues to go up in percentage every year. And so it, it's a need. The need was presented to us by a family friend who was a therapist. They saw a need for organizing around this industry. Uh, there's a lot of independent practitioners sure. Uh, but there's an, an opportunity for efficiencies and, and greater uh, support if, if we're organized. So that's what we decided to do, and it's grown, and God's blessed it, and certainly we're trying to impact lives. Obviously
0: grown huge. You've got 100 people working it. That's amazing. Health. John Evans, last question. You are a Christ follower running a business. There's a lot of people out there listening today who run businesses, work in businesses, um, are thinking about becoming an entrepreneur. What's, what, what was, what's the biggest faith connecting to work and running your business? What's the biggest lesson you've ever learned?
3: Well, be obedient and, and be real. Be honest. Don't try to hide it under a bush, bushel. That's not what it's about. Our our lives aren't to work. Our lives are to be obedient to God. He just allows us to work. He created work. He created work. He's created our our society, the, the functionality of it. He's created us to work. We're here to serve, not to be served. It's not about us becoming successful, earning a bunch of money, buying a bunch of stuff, and trying to have our happiness be based on that. It's about us trying to impact lives along the way and allow God to intersect our lives with others through work but be obedient to him and let him live his life through us and and not be fearful in the workplace of doing that don't compromise do what god wants you to do he'll take care of it
0: and that applies whether you run the business or you work inside the middle of the business i mean it it being obedient being transparent authentic as you said earlier those are powerful lessons to learn as you want to be an influencer within any organization aren't they
3: absolutely so it's the core, and it's the the most important thing.
0: Hmm. John Evans, thanks for being on iWork work for him today.
3: Thank you, Jim. I appreciate being here.
0: Appreciate you hosting us. All right, Dan Baker, you get to close us out. Well, I, I, I he, so he, he wants to turn his microphone on. I don't know what the deal is. Will you turn all right, it so, down.
3: <laughs>
0: okay. All right. So, d- Helping Hands Charitable, you get to ch- you get a chance to tell people about the amazing work that you get to do all over the country. You get to do this all the time. Absolutely. Talk to me about what's one great story that you want to share with the audience as we come to the end of I Work For Him today?
1: Gosh, I just think that the, the, the most impactful thing for me as the, as the person who, like Brian, is out there being a face of this organization is just seeing families who are or at a part of their life journey where they have questions about what if, how do I, that kind of stuff. And what we do is so – I hate to use the term out of the box – but there 's so many people that are even practicing planning that don 't understand how to use the tools we have, so it 's really awesome to be able to just have these intimate conversations with a with a business owner who 's had you know a, a business that he started from his garage years and years and years ago and n- no kids to take it over doesn 't know what to do with it and to show them how they can paint a picture of of giving to kingdom, taking care of family, et cetera.
0: You just brought up a word a planner, so if there 's Christ following. Uh, financial advisors and planners that are listening. Will you guys work alongside them?
1: Absolutely. Uh, we, we partner with uh, trusted advisors all over the country, CPAs, financial planners, attorneys, will and trust attorneys.
0: So you're not afraid of any of them. You, no. can help them. you can help them do their job even better.
1: We are a tool in their toolbox.
0: I love that. Well, Dan Baker, it's been a lot of fun being back here in Sarasota with you. Thanks for hosting us. Well, thanks for getting somebody to host us. <laughs> I want to thank you for the Mountain Dew. If you've noticed, I started talking faster as the show went on. It's because Dan bought me a Mountain Dew. <laughs> love it. But thank you, Dan Baker, for getting us you're done today. So All right, and and thanks again, John Evans. Really appreciate you hosting us here and uh, for just sharing a little bit of your story.
3: Thank you, and thanks again to Helping Hands for all they've done for Virtus. Uh, And if there's anybody in the audience who's been impacted by autism or would like to give, Virtus.health.
0: And Brian Green, thank
2: you for being on iWorkframe today. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. You've
0: been listening to iWorkframe with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace, it's my mission field, but ultimately, I work for him.